This is the Bogey Golf Podcast. The podcast is dedicated to the average golfer. The podcast that helps you have more fun on the golf course. We're your hosts. I'm Larry D. Sorry, boys. I was muted. Confused Uncle Pat. Why'd you play that song? That, well, that's why that's why I'm confused. Did you lose a bet or something? Did you make a yeah, show? Really? Like, like, I'm not even introducing myself. I hate that song. Why would I not play the song of the greatest football team that ever existed? I'm not talking about just the greatest college football team this year. I'm talking about the greatest team that has ever played football. No, that was uh, 1880, Michigan. You were wrong. No, this was the greatest team that ever played football. I can prove no, it. No, their you fans told me 1880 was Would the you best like year. me to read you my Facebook feed or go on Twitter and read you some of the things with the hashtag hail? You know, I'm pretty sure this is all I mean, the, the white supremacists are the white supremacists anyway. are very angry because hail is being used for something completely different currently. Um, no, the, I, I mean, what can you say? They dominated. That's they, what I can they say. They dominated the college football playoff. They won every game. It happened. They did not dominate. The it playoff. happened exactly like I told you it would, Evan. And you kept saying that it wouldn't. And I told you that they were going to win it all because that's how my life works. And Evan, that's what happened. Did Nick Saban. They put a death blow to Nick yep. Saban. Now they we don't even have him anymore. Nick Saban. He was done. People and let me tell you this about Nick Saban, done. that motherfucker. Because I forgot how much I hated him until today when I realized that all I needed from him was him to beat Michigan in that college football playoff, and I wouldn't have hated him. Like, he'd left my team in the middle of the night, gave us fucking Bobby Williams, who made the team the worst team possible until we thought until, you know, John L. got there. That was all because Nick Saban left in the middle of the night because he's an asshole. And then he has a, pr- a chance to redeem himself, and he shits the bed. Fuck Nick Saban. Hey, you know what, though? Some some guys get judged falsely for running out in the middle of the night and going to the other woman. Worked out really good for Nick. Worked out really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, the old way. They dominated the playoff. You, they won in overtime. That is not domination. It was domination, bro. Domination. I watched. Did you watch the game? Which Alabama one? just got lucky a few times. What, what did Michigan have? Seven hundred yards. <laughs> in which game are we talking about? The first one. When they played Alabama, I've never seen a team dominate another team so thoroughly. You're joking right now. No. JJ right? McCarthy is the greatest person that game. ever threw a football. You can't win in overtime and dominate the game. That's not Dominated. You can't say that. You just can't say that. Well, they That's let him come back a little bit just so it would be more fun. You know, okay. The best team ever, I'm pretty Blake sure. Blake Corum is the greatest like person that ago. ever ran with a football. Their defense is un- unstoppable. Michael Penis threw for what, 18 yards? He really missed that guy in the first half, and that changed the whole game. Missed him? No, that was the great defense. They, whoever that dude was who was running wide open, and he just missed him. Dude. That changed the whole game. The first half, what did J.J. throw the ball? Three times? And they had like well, 400 they rushing yards? defense anymore, so it's tougher. What's that? They don't know the defense anymore, so it's tougher. They didn't need to throw it. No, well, I'm okay. saying it's you know it's tougher to throw when you it's you don't know the defense. Like after the sign stealing was like over, like his numbers like sucked yeah. compared to before. Yeah, his numbers suck so bad that he's got uh, he's undefeated with a sweet ring, and uh, he's gonna be a first round draft pick. And uh, 
Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Now that's funny. <laughs> yeah, what team is he going to go to? Whatever team Jim Harbaugh is the coach of next year in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, okay, I'm sure that's his going to be. The Denver Broncos, he will be the starting quarterback they, for them game they, one next year. Do they have a first-round pick? Yep. I thought they had to give I it up for Harbor, Russ. I thought Harbaugh was going to Chargers. They got one from the Dolphins for Bradley Chubb. Oh, okay. Um, but that means that's like a late first round pick because that's a playoff team, right? But it doesn't matter. You said you were laughing him being a first round pick. He's going to be a first. He's going to be a first round pick. Yeah, he's not going to be there in the first. Well, he'll be there in the first time. I mean, yeah, yeah. But whatever team gets him is getting a steal. He's the next Johnny Unitas. Okay, LD. With I know you have a dark heart and you don't want other people to be happy. But your brother-in-law, for example, is a die-hard Michigan fan. Yeah. Spent a lot of were time you, on their campus. Were you not at least a little happy for him? No. See, I, I was happy for other people who actually truly are good fans and not turds. If the, I mean, it's if all the Bills beat the Lions anyway, in the Super Bowl, are you going to be happy for me? What's that? If the Bills beat the Lions in the Super Bowl, are you going to be happy for me? No, because you just oh. want the Lions to win. No, because that's a direct impact. Though, if the Lions, if the Lions don't make the Super Bowl and the Bills win the Super Bowl, I will be happy for you. But it would be different. It would be like if I know the hatred level is different. Yeah, I got you. It's not even. It's not the same. I got you. Um, okay, but yes, if the Bills beat the Lions in the Super Bowl, I'll be happy for you because we would have made it to the Super Bowl. I would have enjoyed the ride, the, and I got to watch my friend be very happy. If the Bills play the Lions in the Super Bowl, I'm not watching. Well, you and the whole all of America probably wouldn't watch. I either. couldn't. I couldn't do it. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I'd be. I couldn't. I couldn't watch. I just would have somebody tell me what happened. It would. It would be just like the national championship game this year. I didn't watch any of it. I just found out the next day what happened. Do you know though that there is a chance that this week could be the greatest week of football in the history of the state of Michigan? No, it's already a terrible start. I'm just saying, I'm there for the greatest week of football in the history of the state of Michigan. There's no way there could have been a better week. Yeah, there could have been. Michigan loses and the Lions win. Yeah, that's way We could have been so much this. better. <laughs> How are you guys making me? Like, I don't like them either, but I'm... No, they're like beyond, like, scum and just garbage. There's you cannot even, like... You just like can't. See, I mean, you can you can say this so much Pat, because you're not on like social a, my media. My whole lifetime, they never won anything. You're not on social media. You don't have to read the people telling you why that's the best school that ever existed because they just won a national championship. I don't see the Georgia fans write this, and they won like 14 in a row. They probably did, though. You're probably not looking at them. I'm assuming Georgia. I'm, there's no. I don't. Okay, there's no. There's no I'm, rabid college fan base that isn't douchebags. I don't follow any Michigan people on Twitter. These things just pop up. Why wouldn't the Georgia ones just pop up? Because that's the algorithm hating you. Okay, but here's the difference, though. Is, yeah, I agree. There's certain sections of fan bases that are, like, awful. But all these other fan bases could, like, say stuff that's actually, like, true all these years. I just said everything that's true about University of Michigan. They were the best team in the history of the world. For the majority of my lifetime, they've been nothing but garbage. No, so they ran out of time. They would have won all those games, Evan, but they either got screwed or ran out of time. <laughs> or the field was crowned or yes. the sun got in his the eyes. The sun got or in the, their eyes. The, the dew on the grass in Arizona, that was like a good one, too. 
so wait, is them having the most career wins? Are they the Sam Snead? Like the kind of like when Sam- I think that's this is even worse than that. I don't know what you're talking about, Pat. Every one of those wins were hard fought victories over top notch opponents. Some of them just <laughs> happened to be schools for the deaf, but they were the best deaf players that they had. These these players were, these players were amazing. They beat a couple so, high school all star teams and a couple high school teams that weren't all stars. Some deaf kids are probably really strong though. You know how like handicapped people sometimes have enhanced senses. <laughs> what does Michigan have? Six, seven thousand wins? I think it's eight thousand and four. Yeah. And they're gonna win, you know, I mean every game next year. I don't see a loss on their schedule until probably maybe two thousand forty. And eleven national titles now, right? Yeah. At least eleven. And they just counted another one from 1947 when they won this one. They just added another one. Um, to Evans' defense, though, I do think that national trophy that trophy ends up next to Reggie Bush's Heisman. That's just my gut. I'm just putting it out there. When, when Jimmy takes the Chargers job in two days, to all the Michigan listeners out there, just be ready because that thing will be going next to Reggie Bush's Heisman. So I, the other I, thing that I, I wish that was true, Pat, but was, I know – I can feel in my plums that that thing is not going back, and Harbaugh's probably going to sign a lifetime contract, and somehow they're going to talk no, JJ. Harbaugh's this, gone, dude. Just they're going to they're going to give JJ like seven million or seventy million dollars. He's going to come back. They're going to win another national title next year, and then this orgy guy is going to be the greatest quarterback in the history of the world, and that's just over for me. It's over. But don't okay, first of all, Sparties are in a good place, LD. They're building. Yeah. If Listen, Harbaugh as a Spartan right now, Michigan- it cannot get worse than this. Like, it, it can only get better. I got Hitler on the video screen. I got a coach jerking off. I got Michigan winning the national championship. <laughs> like, as a Spartan, the, the basketball team that was top four was supposed to be fucking great blows ass. Malik Hall scores 40 points in one game and then doesn't even take a shot in the next game and they lose. So, it cannot get any worse than this. This is, like... For the one time in my life, I can say I'm completely optimistic about everything Spartan because it has to get better. It can't get worse. I forgot about the fucking Hitler on the scoreboard the week after the coach hits fire for jerking off. It's a tough stretch. It's a tough, but it's got to get better. You know, the first time we hired a John Smith, it didn't go well, but this one is going to be the one, damn it. So what you're saying, though, is our friend of the show, Ben, He's getting off at the right time, right? Or he's getting off the wrong time. You're yeah, because he, he would have been a hero because, like, next year's going to be so much better. So he rode, he rode the Titanic to the ocean floor. <laughs> now he's trying to swim back to the top. Oh, God. So we're probably... About the Bills, though? The Bills could have died. Like, you could hit... The yeah. Larry's miserable parlay did not hit. Yeah, can I tell you a little secret about... I don't like Buffalo. We know. You don't like anything. That you I hate do. them. They always run into 60 minutes, and it's just total bullshit. Can I tell you a little something, Pat? When they were 5-5, five and five, I knew this was going to happen. You see, it doesn't hurt as bad if they just suck after 5-5, five and five, right? They got to give you that. Like, they got to come back. They got to win a bunch in a row. They got to get the number two seed. They got to blow out the Steelers just so Patrick Mahomes can come to Buffalo and beat the fuck out of them. And crush and every, me one more time. And everybody loves them. Everyone's blowing steam. But yeah. you're like the number three favorite to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. But th- it, see, it doesn't hurt as bad if you do it the other way. It only hurts bad if you can get expectations. Once those expectations are gone, 
there's no hurt. Like the entire lion season, I didn't get too high or too low. But this Sunday is everything. And if they don't win, I'm going to be crushed. <laughs> I'm going to like if I go at one o'clock and somehow the Bills lose, which is possible, and then, <laughs> then at eight thirty the fucking Lions don't win. I don't know that I make it to Monday, Pat. I don't know. Like, I hate sports. I say it all well, the time. Oh I hate God. sports. If the Bills lose, I'm going to bet my house on the fucking Rams. You get Monday off. I do get Monday off, and it's supposed to be a snowstorm. What a waste of a snow day. Ah, <laughs> uh, the old wasted snow day. I have a snowstorm on a weekend. The other thing is, too, it's been a nice mild winter so far up here. And then Lions host a home playoff game and day off on Monday. I think the high is like seven between the two days. Nice. And so, Larry, I, you actually think Mahomes would go to Buffalo and win? Yes. No yeah. chance. Oh, no yeah. chance. You know that team, what, they haven't scored over 20 points in like dude, 10, they're 10 weeks? They, they're going to put up 45. No, the Bills defense on. is playing too. Dude, I can only also, explain it, it to you what my life is like as like... a Bills and Spartans fan and Lions fan. Nothing good <laughs> ever happens. It doesn't happen, Evan. I feel like it's interesting you brought it up because I feel like I've never even seen Mahomes play at Buffalo, but I feel like Buffalo's played at Kansas City like six times. Yeah, so apparently it rotates like three years in a row or something. Well, it seems like it's going only one way. Kansas City came to Buffalo, but it was the COVID year, so there were no fans. Oh, okay, so I don't remember that the, game. That's I think the Bills won that guy. game. Yeah, but it's like every playoff is in in Kansas City, and then it's like every time it's like always in Kansas City. This will be the it's first. Like Kansas City doesn't play road games. It's like they're always at home for some reason. Yeah. Well, because they've been the number one does, seed for like that the does entire... seem true. You are correct. I'm <laughs> even saying yeah. in like regular season games, it seems like that they don't show their road games on TV. Yeah, it's like, it's like right. non TV or something. This is weird. You're right. You're, I, I never thought about that, but you're 100 percent right. <laughs> they're always at Arrowhead. <laughs> It's like they have like fourteen home games every year. Maybe really like weird. all their away games are like Europe games or something. Like I don't know how that like works or something like that. But it just seems like I'm trying to think of a know. game where they were on the road that I saw them on TV. <laughs> I mean, I don't this think week I they were on the road, but it was like a game that like was meaningless. So it's it, like, but it wasn't a road game. But it wasn't on TV either. Yeah, that's what I mean because it didn't matter. They're never on the road. Like their their home opener, Detroit. Yeah. It's uh, always home. Buffalo. The Monday home. night was Buffalo, like right? That was home. at home. The Eagles game. It was home. Everything is home. What the fuck? Like, you're <laughs> of, How I have we not me. come up with this before? I, mean, I don't know. I just thought of it when I started. You started saying that. I've never. I don't remember Mahomes playing at Buffalo, but I've seen him play Buffalo like six times. Do they go it's to always India? at Kansas City? No. So the only road game that we would have watched. Jets. Yeah, that's it. Sunday Night Football. I remember that one. Oh, the most watched. That was like, uh, that was, okay. That was the most watched football game of the year because that was the first one T-Swift went to. You're right. That is crazy. I don't know. It's just like, how is it like, I think they played like at Jacksonville or something like that. They have to go to Buffalo maybe, next year for but maybe the regular season. Only here it was on or something because it was Florida or some some like that. So LD, you feel the Bills blow out this week? I'm not, I never think the Bills are going to blow out. I think they will. They they have a chance to win this week. I think Pittsburgh should have given them a game. I do too, of course. Not without TJ. I don't know. It seems like Pittsburgh's offense is like coming on lately. 
They're playing flaming turds of teams. Oh, Pat, this is how they get you. Don't ever no. get hammering the Bills. Oh, hammer. what happened, I feel like what happened last time you hammered the Bills? Do you want me to go back and redo the text message? I'm never betting on the Bills again. I can't believe I fucking laid 30 points when they, when they played. <laughs> I did late. I did lay 30 points like would, two weeks ago. Yeah, who the fuck when they played the Chargers after the Chargers got the shit kicked out of them? The Bills beat them by like two on a last second field goal. The Bills, You're 100 right. The I Bills did can win 30. every game and lose every game, and they sometimes they can do both in the same game. <laughs> I completely forgot about laying 30, but I 100 percent laid 30. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you? The Chargers got beat the second worst in the history of the NFL the week before. All right, well, can I hammer the Bills in a tease? Yeah, what are you going to get, three, four? Yeah, three. As long as you're getting points. <laughs> no, I'm going to give three. Oh, I wouldn't give any. Um. All right, so we can talk about golf a little bit. Why? I guess we don't need to. I just want to talk about, so Tiger and Nike finally split. And uh, I sent you guys a text yesterday about what was the best product that they came out with. And, Pat, you said the TW13s were like the first shoe that was kind of like a, not just a golf shoe, but looked like a tennis shoe. And I think I'm right there, right? I think so. I couldn't find anything about that. I did find, because you also said about like, uh, athletic performance clothes, and I did find I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure Under Armour did that first with Spieth. Yeah, well, no, before they had Spieth, they started doing golf stuff in like 2000 or 2001, and then slowly, like they added Spieth, I think in 2007 or something. But they had golf stuff before then. I meant to ask the Jimmy because he would know, like when the Under Armour khaki pants came out. Because remember when Under Armour first came out, they were all about the compressions and the yeah, the performance, yeah, their performance yeah. fabric. And I think they made pants first, and then Nike kind of copied it, and all the other companies copied it. Because all the articles I read about this split, all they talked about were the great commercials, and it got me thinking: like, was this really that good of a deal for Nike? I mean, how much Tiger well, Woods? How much Tiger Woods golf shit do you own? So the own probably three or four things. But the reason I never bought more was when I would. Okay, this is going to sound fucking awful. You got to have your shoes match your shirt and pants and. Yeah, but no, but like when I was a poor golfer and I would buy the Nike Victory shirts, I couldn't afford. To buy the Tiger Woods shirts because the Nike Victory shirts like fifty bucks versus the Tiger Woods shirts being like eighty. And then, now that I'm not poor, I just don't buy that shit. But don't you think you don't buy it because it was never like now? I don't. I have one Tiger Woods shirt. I found it in my. I went through all my golf stuff in the back. I have one Tiger Woods shirt. I don't know where I got it from. I think maybe my mom bought it for me or something. So which makes you think it must have been at TJ Maxx or something. And. uh that's it, and I'm pr- I'm almost positive I did not buy it. But the stuff was never cool enough that I wanted to wear it, and it was never like it's not like a Grayson shirt where it's like super comfortable, or like a Peter Millar shirt where it's like comfortable we'll and and cool. It's like the same shit as the Nike shirt. So why would I? Like, see, that's what happened though. Like what you just said, the Grayson and Millar shirt. 
if we were at this age during the peak Tiger Woods era, we would have worn the Tiger Woods clothes because there was no Grayson or Peter Miller. And the, that was your nicer level clothes. But the Tiger Woods clothes weren't they're the same as the Nike shirt. Just but they were a hundred bucks instead of Right, but it's the same shirt, is what I'm saying. And like No, the fabrics were a little better and stuff like that. Were they? Yeah, they were always a step up. I have yeah, a lot of like per- perforations or like I have a lot of Nike dry fit golf shirts. I have like I said, just the one Tiger Woods shirt. And I've just never seen anything that I wanted. Their shoes aren't even cool. The collarless thing was cool for a minute. But when that came out, I wanted to wear those for the Invitational. They didn't have them. The Nike collarless shirts I have are not Tiger Woods because there wasn't a Tiger Woods collarless shirt. I have one. But you're right. The Nike ones came out first yeah. before the Tiger Woods. You had to wait. Tiger won the Masters in that shirt, and everyone wanted it Monday, and you couldn't get it. I just think, like, if you compare it to Tiger Woods at Nike against, like, Jordan at Nike or even LeBron or even Kyrie or or pretty much every person that has a shoe or, like, a a line, they're all cool. Like, I just can't think of one cool thing, not a cool belt. Like, I did say that those shirts with the Frank logos were cool. Well, they did, but but he single-handedly, like, launched the whole brand like there was a point where a lot of people who were recreational or fringe golfers were playing nike clubs and nike golf balls like do you know how many mojos i bought when i first started golfing yeah but like that obviously couldn't have been that many people though because they stopped making them because they weren't making like i don't i just don't know they wanted to use the Chinese kids' little hands to make more basketball shoes because the margins were better. Do you think they made any profit? Like, on the Tiger Woods contract, did they come out no. net positive? No. There's no way, right? They made no money in golf. That's why they got out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think they've made – I bet you they've made more money, and you might have said this, Pat, releasing the Jordan golf shoes than they have with the entire line of Tiger Woods shit. Probably like why, and that's a like, from a brand perspective. If you're Nike. Why do you want to keep playing Tiger when you can just drop Jordans that will sell out instantly? And I don't know. Like you already have all the uh, all the tech is done, all the research is done. Just oh hey, these are the coolest golf shoes. You sell them and you go. And it doesn't help that you know Tiger Woods doesn't even wasn't even wearing his own shoes. That part does not help the cause. <laughs> Scotty Scheffler's wearing them. I don't golf. I think golf's a weird business, and I think it's. I could be wrong, Evan. You would see this more in your pro shop and stuff, but big brands are no longer going to dominate golf, right? I mean, this is going to sound crazy. No one makes money in golf, except for like titleist doesn't fucking golf balls. Their margins are so small. But Titleist makes money on golf balls, I'm sure. But look how much money they spend marketing those golf balls. Like I don't know what it costs because I can't find it anywhere. But I know they're paying the PGA Tour for every player that plays a Titleist to have Titleist next to their name. Because it doesn't list the other golf balls that people play. Yeah, they're paying for that. And sometimes it'll change. It might say tailor-made because they'll, they'll pay more and they'll do it. I, I understand what you're saying, Pat, but it's like, the margins just suck. And, like, 
from courses to product to people who work to everything. It's just, you don't, there's just, it's just, it's a bad business. Like if you ever wanted to like get into a business, that would be one of the worst ones to get into. Right. But don't you think that niche brands or that what, what started as niche brands like Peter Millar and Grayson and shit, even pins and aces are sponsored. Like just use the promo code bogey all caps. Um, don't you think that it's going more to places like that versus yeah I, like, versus Nike, Under Armour, Adidas? Foot, yeah. I mean, I guess Foot Joy will always be there because of older dudes. But like, like before initially, so when I first started golfing, it was all Nike and Under Armour because I still played other sports and that they made other sports clothes. So I thought that's what I should wear. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who told me this, but I think like the final year of Nike's. Uh, golf like in clubs still uh, they made more money on women's running shorts than golf I don't know if that was like profit margin or total profit or what but it's just there's just no money to be made what is what is the internal markup on your average dozen golf balls for you guys like, like 10% or not even or right around 10% it's not great. I don't know the exact numbers. I should, but I don't. I just the thing is, but you go. To, it's it, it doesn't matter if you're a small shop or a big shop. You know, like usually prices are similar, and it's just it doesn't really matter. So I mean, on clothes, the margins are large because, like, for a supplier. Okay. Yes. So, so, yes. So, absolutely. So the Peter margins, Millar makes a shirt for the margins have to be. They sell to you for fifty bucks. You sell to me for a hundred bucks. Like. Yes, of but, course. But the margins on the equipment and on the golf balls, Pat, has to be pretty good because we get 50% off of shit. Right. So if we're getting sure. 50% off, they're not, Wait, lo- they're not losing money. Clubs? When who does? Cleveland, Strixon, and uh, what's it, Exio? They're losing money then by giving you that. Then they wouldn't give it to us. I think they're losing cool. money by giving it to you. At fifty percent off on clubs, yeah. I think that's cost. It's my no, best. I think that's less than cost. Why would they do it then? For us, for for the they want for the players like us to advertise it. They want people to look at my bag. And well, say, you do know shit, that those are the new Strixons. Strixon <laughs> is the club for the bogey golfer, and the yeah. Cleveland wedges are the clubs for the bogey golfer. You do know that, right? And people don't want to accept that when they all go get fit and they say you should hit Strixons, and they say no, give me those tailor mades. Strixon irons are fucking great. I'm gonna get a set this year, I think. Anyway, um, well, if, if, if you're going to, we should have someone on the show because I think I need a new set as well. <laughs> <laughs> so. I have to reach out to Noel. Um, but I don't think there's maybe they are, they write it off as marketing then. I just can't imagine that, like. So, do you know, like, Strixon was running like a holiday sale, like, buy two dozen, get a dozen free golf yeah. balls. Did you, you think, see that? You think right. they were losing money on that? A loss. It is. There's no way. There's no Well, two thirds, two thirds, maybe. That might be in brief. Sell it at a loss, but make up for it by uh, the amount you sell. Yeah, but that's the move product this time of the year and get it, like, moving around the holidays. Because Strixon is not, like, a Titleist brand, right? Like, they need to, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they got to get they got to they got to sweeten the pot to get you to want to hit their golf. Yeah, balls. they're like Titleist, so it's like yeah, I'm they're not like Titleist. When you hit them, just aren't there for when, anybody. When you hit a Strixon ball one time, 
you can hit it again. When you hit a Titleist Pro V1 one time, it's got a fucking scuff mark in it every time or a cut. Yeah. But, well, that's because of our elite compression of slicing across the ball versus compressing it as it should be done. Yeah. Hit one hit one Titleist into a bunker and you can the sand sticks into it's it. O- it's, it's over. Yeah, it's so just that, it's like sandpaper that, when you take it when you hit it out. Think of the golf industry as a whole, similar to like streaming and content. Like every time these companies like do this stuff, we like laugh at them, you know, like Peacock and this and that. And how long do we hear during Sunday night football that this NFL playoff game is exclusively on Peacock? So you don't watch wrestling and they put it on the Kansas City one. So the Swifties buy it. I mean, really smart. So before we go there, you don't watch wrestling, Evan and Pat on Monday Night Raw, which, you know, wrestling is on Peacock. They must have mentioned that that football game <laughs> was streaming only on Peacock every into every commercial and out of every commercial. I stopped counting at like 12. But do you know how much money they paid for that? 110 million. 110 million. I love Michigan's own Mike Tirico, but if you would have told me one more time that game was only on Peacock, I was going to choke him out. But I was with so Grandpa and Dad today. And there is a legitimate zero percent chance that they can watch a playoff game. Zero. Yeah, no way. It's not even going to be a good game anyway. It's but, I mean, it doesn't matter. At home. We've seen I mean, it doesn't matter. And then my and my dad brought it up, and this is something else though. And I guess this is this is where Larry, you come from, poor folk too. Like you couldn't watch the national championship game if you didn't have cable. It wasn't on Channel Seven here. No. No, ESPN only that they paid all that money for that. I thought it would be like Monday Night Football though, when the Lions were on that, yeah. or when they were on Thursday Night. No, it was that's, on. An, that's an NFL rule only. Yeah. So no. So like, if you didn't have cable and you're a diehard Michigan fan, you couldn't watch a game. That's bullshit. So it's, kind of, it's kind of the same as the streaming, and it's, it's just a generational difference. Like, well, I've, this is the new version of cable. I don't know if it's true or I mean, not because I already have Peacock, but people on Twitter are saying that there are no free. Trials for this weekend. I don't well, know. They don't want to do that. That's good business by NBC. Yeah, get you to sign up and forget. Yeah. Why do Why do we get it? I get it free because of Comcast, right? I get it free because of something. Yeah, but is it the free version? Might not have the game. You might have to get the upgraded version. No, because I, I get I get good cock, Evan, and I think it's because of. <laughs> but I get it from. It might be for my cell phone. I, think, I don't know. I think it's from I have Com- so many I think, fucking apps. I think Comcast owns it. Well, yeah, NBC. Comcast owns NBC. Yeah, so I think that's why you That's get why it. when Trump got mad at MSDNC, as he calls it, he called them Concast because they're con artists. I think that, and they do that <laughs> to artificially inflate their uh, subscriber numbers, by the way. Just like SiriusXM artificially inflates their subscriber numbers by putting it in every car that when you buy it. That's not true, LD. I've seen their financials. They're a strong, up, uh, and nice company. Yeah, that's why Sirius stock is like six bucks. <laughs> but they're a seven billion dollar company um, <laughs> with with fifty trillion customers. Yeah. See, my problem isn't with the streaming. That's not my problem. My problem right now is with you have to do everything. I think that's ridiculous. I said it about golf, and I'm going to say the same thing about football. People love football. They want to watch it. But once you start making it more difficult, people 
like people will find other things to fill their time. If you start making something more difficult and more difficult and more expensive and more expensive, people will do other shit. Like baseball, yeah, baseball used to okay. be America's pastime. Go ahead and finish your point. I'm just saying, like baseball used to be America's pastime, and then local cable markets put the games that used to be on channel four and seven went to pass here where you had to pay for it, and people stopped watching. Okay, but here, let me say this. That's really not true because when we were good, they were on cable and everybody watched. I think less okay. people watched then than in '84. All right, hang on what? one second. Well, let me say this. Let me say this. That's a great cup, LD. That's a cup of a champion. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this, though. Do you think the NFL owners care about any of that stuff that you're saying? No, but they will eventually. Yeah, but NFL owners are old. Do you know how old people think? Yeah, they only care about right now. Yeah, okay, there you go. I've yeah, had, so I've why had would old it, guy tell why me would before. an NFL owner that's 90 care about what football looks like in 15 years. That's a good point. That's what you look at. They're saying, Peacock, $110 million to all of us? Oh, that sounds great. Thank you. We don't care if we screw over our fans. I mean, didn't the Lions raise season ticket prices like by 50%? No. Yes. Oh, it was just 80%. My bad. Like 48. Oh, okay. Not too bad. Like, do you think like they care? No, and, they like, don't that, care. Like, they don't even like make any money comparatively speaking on season tickets. No, like, it's like it's matter. like the it's a it's just a line item. It's not even it's not even a big one. It's one that means nothing. It's the same the tickets are the same as the fucking hot dogs. It doesn't matter. They could charge way less. It wouldn't affect anything and it wouldn't matter. Yeah. I believe that to be true. <laughs> and then this like new thing now is like you can't really sell your tickets or something like that. There's only so many you can sell and you can only sell it through like their stuff that is correct i mean what what is going on well that's what well, happens that, well, when they stop printing that, tickets that's because of uncle sugar because he wants to tax you on it well and i feel like the owners are so greedy that they don't want people to like buy tickets just to sell them and like the owners don't get the money no they well, wanted you know, to, they wanted to see what those tickets sell for so they know what they can charge for them Yes. And, yes, and that's what they're doing now. Like, a, a, especially for this game, I paid attention because I've kicked around selling mine. So now, when you go on the Ticketmaster NFL Ticket Exchange, there's verified by Ticketmaster, which is people selling their tickets, and then there's verified by the Lions. Yeah, the verified reset. Ver- yeah, which are the Lions unsold tickets that they're selling at fair market value prices. Yes, instead, of, that's called they call it something. Yeah. Ver- I think it's verified what? by the Lions. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but like, the, the, they could the be, pricing is like, called something. Because when you click on it, it, it's called like live pricing or something. When you go on Ticketmaster, yeah. it says this event has whatever pricing and like dynamic pricing. Yeah, you can see the prices change. Because I call, I thought it was wrong for Thanksgiving. Because the tickets I ended up buying, there were tickets for sale by the Lions that were this like the same price or maybe more. And I I called. I said more. these are wrong because. Like, I know this wait, ticket wait is... Wait a second. You called? Yeah. How old are you, man? You're like 90? You called? What do you call? Like 1-800-Lions? There's a number on Ticketmaster to call. <laughs> when you call, they tell you to look online. And then you say, my question has <laughs> nothing to do with online. online. They don't know this. You call some guy who's making like $10 an hour. Like, 
can you explain to me dynamic prices? Because like, dude, I don't have a clue, man. Did you Go click the link? The <laughs> Did you click the link though? <laughs> huh? That's what all they tell you. Did you click the link? What did it say? Well, that's what it is. <laughs> I think that was basically how the conversation went. I wonder if people like argue about like what is this America? Price. Yeah, I'm blind. They like argue about pricing. Well, can I negotiate the price with you? The computer won't let me negotiate. All right, I'm, I'm going right now. So here, verified by the Lions. Because I actually got pretty angry the other day because I went to list mine. And at that point, market price for mine was like a lot. And all of a sudden, one section over in the front row, there was verified by the Lions for like 700 bucks less than any of the other ones. There must have been a glitch in the AI. No, then when you go to buy them, they're sold. I've had, I did. I, I okay. I've had that Wait, so like, for do Thanksgiving. You think actually sold, or do you think it's like a no? Scam? I think it's a fake ticket to get you sucked in to think that you're going to be able to find them, and then you're like that because uh, Game Time did it to me. They sent me a security code that I had to get, and somehow it went to my wife's phone. So like I had to call her to get the code to push it in to buy the tickets, and then by the time I did, those tickets were gone. But then ten minutes later, those tickets were back up. But I still couldn't buy them. I had to buy different ones because they weren't real tickets. They were just uh, something to get you sucked in. And then you can you buy think these. that's a thing? Yeah, I thought it was a thing at the time when I was pretty mad. That's a pretty good idea. You're pretty smart, I think. I think you cannot underestimate the NFL owners. They're the scummiest, worst people like on the earth. And their league sucks because of them, and they don't care. Because it doesn't suck. We didn't have a show over the holidays, but that Dallas game, that's all on the owners, in my opinion. What? Like when bad officiating happens, that's on the owners. Apparently, it wasn't bad officiating, Evan. Well, of course it wasn't bad officiating. Because I the saw, owners said I saw it Jerry Jones after. He said it was a great call. <laughs> yeah. I, would like, I would like to not talk about this topic. Part time employees who Pat, are You should be happy that we're time. having this conversation. Huh? You should be happy we're having this conversation. I was worried. About what? It hadn't happened all year. We hadn't been screwed yet. It has. You have to get it out of the way. Why can't it just happen again? Because it won't. It won't happen twice in one year. Ideally, we get to screw somebody because they yeah, owe us one. It, it, yeah. That's not how it works. That's how it works. No, that's not how it works. You have lawyers as referees. Anything can happen. It doesn't even matter. Okay, but okay. so the only thing is, though. Officiating so didn't get bad, so, so they time put out women in there. That's the lame fucking thing. So someone's supposed to train 365 days a year to be a fucking ref 16 times. College does it. No, they don't. Evan, I know a fucking college rep. I, I sell him deals. He works on Friday. He drives to a college town, and he refs fucking ACC games the next morning. I do wonder when they say they need full-time officials, what would those officials be doing? <laughs> like the, the rest Watching of the film? But don't they do that anyway? When do they do that? Watching film on what? Like, yeah, you I have don't... the greatest athletes in the world running a million miles a minute. I don't know how, like, them being full-time would change anything. There's no way. There's only so many games. <laughs> like, if anything, just have more of them out there, maybe. Dude, they got to fix it. And it's you imp- know they do. No, it's impossible right, to right, fix. I, I, agree I need to fix it. Okay, if you want to say that that's not the answer, that's fine. That, not, that is not the answer. Ten-yard chains, the whole thing is a joke. 
okay. the ten yard cha- the ten yard chains. It's a uh, joke. I forgot what I forgot what they're so cheap that they just won't pay for. They what? want the league and the games to be look bad and controversial because then here we are talking about them and giving them ratings and giving them publicity. That's the whole charade. LD, what game was it on Sunday where the guy was like it was a first down and they said it wasn't? Or was uh, it the other way around? Like no, they said it was short. and it was like yeah. it had yeah. to be it was on CBS because that's where <laughs> Um, the oh, rules official there is the guy who has the, who did the Q, the index card. So it was the one <laughs> Romo. It was Chicago Green Bay. You're right, Evan. And it was like a fucking full chain short. Yeah, and like first down. <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's a bad <laughs> angle. Yeah, the camera didn't like zoom in all the way like it normally does. It was weird, dude. I mean, come on. Like this is not like this crazy. Like, but Evan, for you got to be careful though because. I was all for replay in baseball, and it's just made it worse. It just makes it take longer. Like, look at the Buffalo Miami game. That it we were already bitching. takes so but long. Look at the serious? game we were bitching really at where they went now. when they went to replay over that play that was going to be second and ten or second and ten, and they replayed it for fucking three minutes. Yeah, you said why they did that. We all know the answer: greed and money and commercials and everything and fantasy stats. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, fantasy sets might be a thing, and there was probably a bet for catches. You're yeah, but so that's the hard part, though. So when you're so that Lions game, I would assume that was a very highly wagered game. That decision impacted tens of millions, probably not hundreds of millions, right? Well, I think because it, it wasn't the it, point spread; it was only it, like the it, win. It only it only affected if you bet the Lions money line. Correct. Because money, right? Right. So that's at least that's at least tens of millions, though, right? Yeah. Bet sure, the money yeah line? There's a lot of people that bet the money line. It was the only game on. It was two teams that are fun to bet on, and you knew that Dallas was a fraud, and it was a good bet if you bet the Lions. Yeah. I did not because I refrained from betting on the Lions. I don't want to jinx them. Same reason I'm not going to the game Sunday. Thank you. This will be the, this will be the first wild wild card weekend in five years. I'm not on a golf trip, and LD, you'll appreciate this because normally bad things happen to us. I openly declared last January on this trip. I said we will not be having this trip next year because I'll be going to a home playoff game. No, nah. and, and I told all of them. I said, nope, I'm not booking it next year. I will be busy this weekend. So the fact that that actually it. worked out when nothing ever works out is pretty cool. Now we just need the Lions to do what they're going to do and the Packers to take care of business and get you a second one. Oh, my God. Um, I, okay, I think. Okay, so if the, wait, wait, wait. It's just that. So if the Packers were to win at 4 o'clock, I don't know if I could handle sitting there for four hours with an erection while trying not to cry. <laughs> I know. it's. Uh, I am a grown-up. I'm ashamed. That I'm like this excited about something that should have, if you think about like, and I hate being this guy. If you think about sports in general, there's there's no purpose to it. Like we are not part of that team. They don't really represent our city. The, they don't. I'm live part of here. one pride, buddy. I know, but they don't live here. Like they, it's not like it's not like it was in '68 when 
K-Line was working at the sports store in the in the off season. It's like, you know, it's 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 should not affect your mood or affect like your happiness. I don't know why it does. It's got to be some sort of like cult thing, but it has a lot of effect on my happiness. Yes. I am I am school child like giddy for Sunday. And if they don't win, I will be if something bad happened to me when it should have no impact on my life. Okay. So I, I've already decided I'm accepting of what may come, but I will be heartbroken only because, and it's not just the Stafford thing. They have been a fucking buzzsaw. And I feel like for how good our year has been to get that in the first round fucking sucks because <laughs> they're really fucking good. Yeah, like if if we weren't playing them, I think I would bet on them to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's not a great matchup. I don't. He's not mobile though. At least it's not what you want for your first playoff game in thirty-five fucking years. I'll say this though: I the pressure is more on golf. I think Stafford already accomplished his goal for being on the Rams, but he's gonna want to win, and he's he's gonna. He's going to Josh Allen a couple throws. We just got to make sure that they don't go the they other don't, way. They don't bounce off. You know, <laughs> you got to make sure you take it when when Stafford does that dumb shit that he's going to do because that's what he does. So just to clarify, I didn't realize this. The Rams went into their bye week three and six. Of yeah, game losing streak. They lost to Green Bay twenty to three. And I'm assuming at that point everyone thought it would, they were like totally out of it. Yeah, right? they were. But out of I, it. I, I, to be fair, I said we were going to play them in the first round of the playoffs when they were five and six. Yeah, but they were three it. and six going into their bye week, and they just lost twenty to three. But wasn't Stafford hurt? Yeah. So they were playing a backup quarterback. They had, I think, Cooper Cup. Was, yeah, Cooper Cup was out almost all year. Yeah. Okay, but they lost to Dallas forty-three twenty. Yeah. And then they lose to Green Bay twenty to three. Right. And then they proceed to win out, except for their only loss is at Baltimore in overtime. Yes, that's not great. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. They play a meaningless game last week and steal a victory. That running back they have, what's his name? Like Carrion Williams or whatever? Yeah. Nice he, Notre Dame product. He's uh he's pretty good. Let's see. So is John Matthew just going to come in and torch these guys for like four fifty and like four? I want to talk about this. Probably. Brother Nate just texted me earlier today, and then he called me because I didn't understand what the hell he was talking about. There's some sort of John. What? His first name is John. No, not that. There's some sort of Stafford jersey thing going on. Like, okay, well, wait. So that's where the Detroit Rams. Yeah, and then the wife was asking me about it. Wait, because that was on McAfee today, and Kelly Stafford's all over it. Some local website like dline.com or something posted something about banning Stafford jerseys at the stadium. I thought it was well, at a bar. Well, wait, but it, well, initially it was at a stadium, and then it got on fucking McAfee today. So he started talking about the Lions have banned Stafford Lions jerseys. So it was it was the, a perfect example of the fake news thing. So it was like, yeah, it was like us creating something. And then ESPN picking it up and then running with it. And the, then Kelly Stafford started fucking chirping about it, about how they're going to be the better people and they love the city, blah, blah, blah. And she was basically talking to some losers in their basement like us. I don't know. It was just 
it's blown out of proportion. But I mean, if, at this if point, you're it's like, a Lion, care about ESPN anymore? Lot uh, people still watch it, but if you're a Lions fan, why would you wear a Lions Stafford jersey to this game anyway? You wouldn't. Because you love him. He's so he did so because much did, for that. What did he city. do for us, He's Evan? So great. He was a beast he, fucking sucked while he was here. He sucked. He did so much for the year charity. he won the Super Bowl. He, he threw the most interceptions in the fucking league. He sucked. He got lucky because the defense was good and they had Jalen Ramsey. And fucking no, Aaron Donald. No. He 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 did so much for charity. What are you talking about? He's such a great family man. What do you he's like the perfect picture for Detroit. He's a really good dude. Why are you guys being dicks? I'm not being a dick. I'm saying, what did he win here for people to like act like he's the greatest thing ever? I just told you why. He's such a great guy. Yeah, but on the field, he fucking sucked. He took us to the playoffs two times. I'm being a. I'm being like you earlier with the Michigan thing. I was he's being so honest. great. I was being honest with the Michigan thing. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. But like, didn't we go to the playoffs three times? Uh, I can only think of the Saints and the Cowboys. What other time was there? Legion of Boom. Seattle. They went out embarrassed. Yeah, in the rain. We did get cheated in Dallas again, though, so that's kind of cool. <laughs> Didn't we? Yep. And New Orleans mopped us, right? Or did we get cheated there, too? No, no they, they just mopped us, and then we, we scored some meaningless points at the end, you know, like Stafford always did. Yeah. But we did get cheated in Green Bay. We could have won the Super Bowl that year. I'm sorry, in Dallas. My bad. So, no, that was the, yeah, but the very next game was uh, Dez caught it. That's so funny to me. How does this game end? I can't see it ending any other way than 38 35, one way or the other. Pat, I hate to be that guy. We know, I know. I know. We know how this game ends. It's going to hurt so bad. And, and Evan, when. It's going to go from a roar of 70,000 people to silence when he hits Cooper Cup wide open in the back of the end zone. I think it, this final score <laughs> That's is how it's going to happen. Stafford, 30, Detroit, 20. That's it? Yeah, that's it. No Laporta, nothing. See, I think the numbers you just – whatever numbers you were joking about John Matthew throwing for <laughs> – I might take the over on anything. <laughs> like, yeah. um, I don't know. LD, so here's my nightmare. You know, I'm not even going to say it, but it's very similar along the lines of years. I just hope when we score those final points, whatever they are, let's have like six seconds left on the clock, please. Not I, like 21. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want any, like, yeah, I agree. If there's any seconds where Stafford can throw something, it's going it's no to end with heartbreak. He's going to launch something like 90 fucking yards in the air. There's, there's no seconds that I'm comfortable yeah, with. Yeah, I agree. Um, we didn't talk about this earlier, and Brother Nate got me fired up about this too. Was starting, like playing the starters, was it was stupid, wasn't it? Yeah, beyond dumb. Because at the, at the time, I thought it was like it was all right because – we needed Dallas to lose, but then I realized we needed both teams to lose. But then the Eagles did lose, and Dallas was losing for a minute. But then Dallas waxed them, and it was like they won by like four scores. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, now we don't have one of our best offensive weapons for a game you that know, turned out to be meaningless. It's, it's kind of a it's, it's a no win scenario because 
I don't know. I'm actually okay with us doing it because we don't have playoff experience. And like, I think our guys needed to come in sharp because if they would have came out and laid an egg, everyone would have bitched about him not playing. Yeah. So like you legitimately, you can't, you can't win. Like, and I know it sounds nuts. Yeah. Cause when, well, when, um, I think it's Baltimore did it and he played five. and Lamar played bad because he didn't play for like 19 days or something right. and everyone was all over. Yeah, you're right. There's nothing you can do. And I think with our team being a, a young, aggressive team, like to for your whole mindset to be we're aggressive and we're we're coming then to say, hey, we're, we're just not going to compete. Like that's just not who we are. And we don't have enough experience, guys. Like if we had a a really veteran quarterback or a really, really or a couple older linemen. Okay. So if you were to tell me rag now and Decker weren't playing, I'd be like, okay, that's probably not a bad idea. Or like they, the way they said JMO, like give him another week. Yeah. But I mean, the port is fucking 22. Like it's just kind of, it's just really bad fucking luck. Yeah. Look same, at your, shit, same shit could have happened in, in practice. Yeah. But like, look at, like, look at you guys and, like that game we watched the other night between with your defense, Timmy's defense, like the Dolphins have lost everybody, like they've lost a whole fucking team. Yeah, and you guys have lost all pros at every level, right? Yeah, yeah. But I guess. Yeah, but I think some of those guys for Dolphins could have played, but they were like, "No, we'd rather you be healthy for the playoffs than even to have a home playoff game. We'd rather you go on on the road to Kansas City." With a, with you guys a week rested, then play at home against Buffalo again with more injuries. Well, because it doesn't matter who they they were fully strength when Buffalo beat them by forty in the fourth week. They the Dolphins are not good, but they just are not good against Buffalo. So you know I'm not. I mean, Timmy murders Tua all the time, Dude. and I'm not I'm not a Tua defender, but I don't think he's bad. Like, it seemed like his objective in that game was I'm going to get Tyreek Hill killed. Like, they didn't draw up 12-yard jump balls. I will tell you that. I was, I like I said, I've only watched him play the games he's been on, like, primetime because I don't watch a lot of Dolphins games, and they're not on here. Um, so I saw the both Bills games and the Eagles game and the Chiefs game. That dude throws a lot of lollipops. <laughs> I don't. Like the one he had, that slant that he threw behind Tyreek that almost got him killed the like first or second time, to where if he hits him in stride, he goes eighty yards for a touchdown. Yeah, like you can't with no you can't miss that, and he can't he just can't throw the deep ball. I don't, I don't. Well, especially when you're known for your accuracy, like you can't miss when accuracy is your thing. You can't miss that throw. Yeah, he's not very good. But those right, so float, those floaters, man. Like, I like I thought they should have pulled Tyreek at halftime. Tyreek out of like safety for his own fucking life. Tyreek is amazing. Like, don't you think that if he was not on that team, that Tua would be? He'd be okay. He'd he'd be out. Yeah, and, he would. Well, he wouldn't be a Pro Bowler. <laughs> like well, and the weirdo psycho is actually awesomely smart. Oh, I'm, yeah, a big, actually, I'm a big no, fan. Yeah, their coach, I think, is incredible. I mean, I don't understand why he ran the ball twice in the second half when they had 100 yards in the first half. But um, that was a bold strategy. That was really that was really weird way to to stay aggressive. 
So, Larry, if somehow Buffalo and Miami meet in the playoffs, are you going to say the line? What line? It's hard to beat a team three times. No, because it won't be. Because it'll be 12 degrees in Buffalo, and they'll beat their fucking faces in. They beat them three they, well, they didn't beat them three times. They beat them back-to-back times a couple of years ago. But it is hard to beat a, time, a team three times. No, I th- we have evidence that that's actually like No, we, could, we couldn't find it. We found like three options, and they were. I think it was two two to one. LD, so what is... It was two times in I'm, three weeks. I'm, giving, that we, your, that was the I'm giving your team a bye, which you hate. You're really mad that I'm going to give them a bye. But they're getting Kansas City, right? Like That's kind of the inevitable. Yeah, that um, has to be, right? If Kansas City wins, that's who they play. Yeah, okay. Because the other teams will go to um, oh, Baltimore. The best, <laughs> the best scenario people are saying, Bills fans, which I don't agree with, the best scenario is for the Dolphins to beat the Chiefs and get them out of there. Is, yes. Is the Ravens no, because going. No, your stats going to come up. Oh, they have to beat Baltimore. Never mind. Yeah, they're not going to beat Baltimore. The um, they're not going to play Baltimore. The Ravens and the the Browns beating the Texans because the Browns will beat the Ravens. Right. So here's what I was just going to tell you. Here's my theory, which I just I'm going to go wager on this now. And I hate to tell this to you, but Mahomes is going to beat you guys because your boys didn't do something stupid. The Browns are going to fucking beat the Ravens because Lamar won't have played in 21 days, and that's going to be fucking Mahomes and Kelsey in the goddamn Super Bowl again. And they're going to suck. They're going to be the shittiest team to make for the Super Bowl. Why can't Cleveland beat Kansas City? Because they won't. Because it'll be the championship game, and your friends, the, the part-time refs, will come into play. And and Joe <laughs> Flat and Joe Flacco's 150 years old. <laughs> like right, right. And it's, there will be a game when Joe Flacco throws seven interceptions, yes, and that'll because it's, be the one. It's going to happen. Like you, it's just not. It's a great story. But I don't see how the ending is anything other than he turns back into Joe Flacco. So if you had to pick one upset, upset, guaranteed upset this weekend, who would you pick? Guaranteed upset? Like if you were like, this is my lock upset. Like what do you think is the best upset to pick? Point spread wise, Cleveland's actually a favorite by three. Um, everyone else, all, everyone else says home teams are favorite. I think the, the – Actually, Eagles are favored by three, which is kind of surprising to me. Steelers are getting 10. I would take – the Steelers getting 10 points all day. No, but I'm saying for the outright win, not points. Oh. I think every dog is alive to win except for the Steelers. I'm surprised Eagles are a favorite. I would I rank it. Why isn't Tampa the favorite? Because the Eagles are better. I would rank it. Um, Eagles are better. They just lost to Arizona and New York. Yeah. The Eagles are awful. Tampa's going to win that football game. Yeah, so Howard is Tampa Dude, Baker Mayfield sucks. <laughs> At the end of the day, he's still Baker Mayfield. <laughs> They're not going to win that game. Matt, Pat- Matt Patricia's calling their defense. That equals out Baker Mayfield sucking. I had money I, on uh, I, Tampa last week. Yeah, they want they covered. They cut nine to nothing. Never, never a doubt. <laughs> I'm just saying Baker Mayfield is not great. Yeah, um, but he ended up on like a run there for like four games. Yeah, but they were not like they won four games or whatever. But it's not like he played. Well, he hit Mike Evans on a couple deep balls and got lucky. You say that like that, like oh, he got lucky. Come on, man, what are you talking about? When somebody I, does something I, over a four game stretch, when they when there's um, a history of sixty games where they don't do it, it's got to be a little bit of luck. 
water finds its level. Chris Shelton is a is a Toledo mud hen. It doesn't matter that he hit forty seven home runs in April. <laughs> like water finds its level. I, I I weirdly like Green Bay this weekend. I do too. I don't know why. I do too, actually, because I think McCarthy will just mess up. Well, I don't think Dallas is good. Yeah, but they're good at home. They're good at home because they played shittier teams at home than they played on the road. Dude, you got like an excuse for everything. They went undefeated at home. You know how hard that is. Yeah, they cheated once. Home. Yeah, the, the only team they played that was any good at home was the, was the Lions, and they lost. Well, the scoreboard said that Detroit lost. So, uh, okay, you know how sometimes you don't want to talk about moral victories and moral losses. You know no what's cool. Thing. You know what's cool. We can complain we lost about that. Because that guy was going to kick a 71-yard field goal to beat us. <laughs> like, like, there's no questions asked. That dude was going to knock one in no. from 71 fucking yards. Yep. Dallas beat your beloved Rams by three scores at home. They were mm-hmm. a different team. Oh, God. Here we see, like, come on. They man. were a different. The Rams oh. were a different team then. Evan, <laughs> you don't think the Bills are good. The Bills beat the Cowboys by, like, 40 points. Was it score thirty one to ten in the Buffalo? End? That's what I'm saying. That's my point. No, it's that they never great played at home and terrible on the road because they didn't play any good teams at home except the Lions, and they scored twenty points. I just, I thought the Rams were a good team. You just told me that. they're they a are. good team now. They they were three <laughs> <Now>. and six. <laughs> they had no Cooper Cup. They had no Stafford. Like it's a totally different team. I think they had Stafford in the Dallas game. Did they? I'm pretty sure they did. So the, those two guys, I was because I'm obviously I'm in full playoff mode. Aubrey and Justin Tucker are legit difference makers. Yeah, and Detroit has no kicker at all. Like they're they're the it's equi- going to come back and hurt them. Yeah, like but luckily the in the like first number round. one receiver. Like the only, Aubrey game can be called differently because of them. But the only so, team that's worse at kicking that's in the playoffs is the Rams. Is the Rams. So. I know. Evan, so my, my buddy was on, since we haven't talked, my buddy was on the sidelines for the Dallas game pregame. And he's always out there, like, setting up the shit and getting stuff ready. And he, watched, and he watched Aubrey go through his full workout. He said in 25 years in the NFL, he's never seen a human being kick a ball anywhere near as hard as he does. It's amazing because, you know, that guy could have been, like, open to anybody. He was undrafted yeah. and in, like, the USFL. Right. And and now he's, like, arguably. I mean, he's not Justin Tucker because of the track record. But in terms of just, like, he's probably the best kicker in the NFL. You know, you got to give it up to Jerry Jones, the best owner slash GM in the NFL. Jerry saw something in him. So your beautiful, your Cowboys that are so good at home beat the Jets, the Patriots, the Rams, who I got to check to see if Stafford was in the game. He was, but he came out. I don't know why. Ripon finished. And they beat beat Washington, the Giants, and the Eagles. And Cooper Cup wasn't. Yeah, Washington, the Giants, and the Eagles. Yeah, they beat all their divisional opponents at home. Mm -hmm. But they're a great team. They're great at home because they never lost at home. You know, here's the thing in the NFL. You have to play. Okay, Detroit lost to Chicago. Does that mean they're no good? 
At the time, it did. That was a trap. <laughs> when it's, it's fucking game is the when game, it's the record fourth and fourth Period. and fucking eighteen, and we single cover the best receiver on the team, so we could throw a bomb to him. Yeah, I'd say that would mean we weren't very good. Luckily, they learned their lesson because when it was fourth and two this time, they didn't single cover the best player on the wait. They did, and he scored a <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> Give that guy a head coaching job. Okay. All right, so what? So Detroit or Dallas beat Seattle at home. Is that yeah. a good win? Eh. Yes. Detroit lost like, at home to Seattle. Let me guess. That was a different team, Ned. No, no every same team. It's a different team. No, no I was yeah, at the game. Evan, Evan, there's one reason we lost that game, and Larry will tell you what that reason is. I was there. Well, I was going to say because some fucking clown who had been on the team for a day told fucking Lemmings to wear fucking ski masks. No, it's because I was there. The same reason they <laughs> lost to the Packers on Thanksgiving, because I was there. I'm still blaming CJ for that loss, Evan. <laughs> okay, so hang on one second here. I like there were a bunch of middle-aged white guys wearing fucking ski masks because they thought we were tough. So many of them, too. All right, let me just let me just say one thing here. Ski masks and Stafford jerseys. Let me say they one were. <laughs> they definitely were. All right, hang on one second here. I love the football talk, but we are a golf podcast. Yeah, but golf sucks. Let's just Stupid. be. Can we just be a football podcast from now on? <laughs> what do you want to talk about with golf? Fucking we all whales? get so much more. In, well, the alcoholic guy won. I know that. Yeah, good for him. That poor guy who's got to talk about being an alcoholic every time he does something good. Like, could you imagine if every time you accomplish anything, somebody asks you about the worst fucking part of your life? Like, uh, Larry, we see that you uh, sold a lot of lunches today. Let's talk about the day your grandpa died. Like, <laughs> should we not talk about that day? Let's talk about all the lunches I sold. And like, why do they do that? It's such bullshit. I feel so bad. Every time that guy accomplishes something, he gets called a, a, a drunk. Right. He's better to finish second. Like, yeah. I don't want to win. Yeah. Don't talk to me. The poor I'm fucking not saying guy, we man. have to talk about whales. The same but thing like, like HV3. Every time he does anything, he's got to talk about being black. <laughs> like, can you just leave, leave fucking people alone, man? Just ask questions you'd ask anybody else. Well, now whenever HV3 has to talk, it's about being drunk. Yeah, and we know you're drunk and black, so we'd like to talk about your white So wife. when you were drinking that 40, yeah. why did you get pulled over? Can you talk about a golf course you weren't allowed in, even though that didn't happen your entire lifetime? Um. Anyway, go ahead. Talk about the drunk, Pat, or Evan. Okay, I'm not saying we have to talk about Hawaii because, in my opinion, putting a golf tournament on during the last week of the NFL season and considering it a signature event – yeah, I'm not thinking that was a very good. Oh idea. shit, we got to do. It was so dumb. I and this watch. week, same thing. I mean, it's not a big event, so I guess it is what it is. But I mean, my point was that like we never finished like the year. I thought maybe we could do like a, like our thoughts on the year. I have like a couple a thoughts, but hang on, let's do this first, Evan. Where are you, you son of a bitch? Dead air. I, I wish this were an episode where we were live streaming because right now Larry's in a beater with his sweet tattoo showing bicep tattoo. Evan's got an awesome fucking high and tight black man fade with a little curl up. Top. I got my first haircut in four months. And then I'm laying on a semen soaked couch from high school without a shirt on. <laughs> 
Dude, that couch looks like it would be itchy too. By the way. <laughs> this couch definitely has an STD. It's, well, it sure. looks like it's made of tweed. It, what, it, it is. What are, we, what are we doing right now? I was trying to find your music, but it's not here, Evan. I think this is our last trivia ever. Why? I think we're going to go on. I'm going to try to come up with something new for this year. Well, here, we'll just do this then. We're getting ready for everyone's favorite game. Our cat was named Vagina. Evan's <laughs> trivia. I'm a USJ champion, man. Take it away, Evan. All right, so. Tiger's mother, Kaltida. Kaltida. I actually put this list together a few weeks ago for our recap here, and I want to test you guys on your knowledge of who had a good year. I like this game. Okay, so the game goes like this. The FedEx Cup playoffs were the top 70 players. Those are the guys who were considered to have good years. Okay. I'm going to name the name, and you're going to tell me if you think this guy made the top 70 or did not make the top 70, okay? Okay. Top 70. Top 70 final FedEx Cup standings after, like, the regular season going into the playoffs. All these guys qualified for the playoffs. Got it. So we know all the teams that qualified for the NFL playoffs, right? About. Yep. We could guess them. All right, so we're going to start out easy. Rory McIlroy. Yes. 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 There you go. Okay. Yes. Both right. Gary Woodland. No. I feel like he did, but I can't think of anything that he won the entire year. Now, you don't necessarily have to win to be in the top 70. I know, but I can't remember seeing him a lot on. uh, Yes. He won a a brain tumor. (laughs) Dear God. Uh, The answer is no. He finished 94th. It was close, right on the the edge. He did beat beat Kanto. That's great. Yeah, he's back this week. That is good. That is good. He's back this week. I, I like to hear that. See, but if you, if you beat cancer and then win, it's okay to ask about that. If you beat alcoholism, <laughs> it's like not cool, man. It's not cool. Right, like, it'd be like every time DJ won. Hey, DJ, remember that one time you got <laughs> yes, caught with all that blow just, and all that money? <laughs> it's not cool. I don't. All right, so we're keeping score. Pat, two, Larry, one. Okay. Next guy, Mark Hubbard. This is a trick. I've never heard of this guy, so I'm going to go with yes. I'm going with yes, too, and I feel like we're being trapped. Yeah. Like, why would you ask me about a guy who I have no idea who he is unless he was in the top 70? 59. He made hey, it. Nice. Look at us, LD. We did not fall for the trap. Eric Cole. Yes. Rookie of the year, baby. Larry doesn't know that. Uh-uh. <laughs> I do know that only year. because of the one topic I wanted to bring up after this. Uh, yes. All right, you're both right, 40th. Next, Shane Lowry. I feel like this is a trick again. I do, too, because I feel like I want to say yes, so it's got to be no. This is a name that I've heard of, so obviously he did not make it. No. No. All right, you're both right, 78. (laughs) Yes. I don't want to quit this game because I finally figured out how your brain works, Evan. You know I'm stupid, and you ask questions. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it might get a little bit trickier. Justin Thomas. No. Yes. No, don't you nope. remember? He missed that shot. And- yeah, 71. He missed out. <laughs> oh, fuck. So we're tied. He played we're in those stupid, okay. he played in those dumbass tournaments trying to get in and then didn't get in. Good memory. Nico Echevarria. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Nico Echevarria. 
God, Pat, I feel like it's the same thing. Another guy I never heard of. Right, but now is he trapping us with another trap? Like is he double trapping us? Like, did he just did he just call an audible at the line right now? He knows what add, we're doing. Add a person because he knows we figured it out. Right. I'll be honest, I'm not calling audible. Like I have a list. I can even show you when I'm done. This goes right or <laughs> I feel like I still I don't believe him. I feel like I, this guy's gonna end up I'm gonna say no, and this guy's a top ten golfer in the world. No. Yes. 107. No. He was kind of tricking us. He did. He did. He knew we were going to catch on. He called a hot round. (laughs) Adam Svensson. Henry. No, Adam Svensson. S-V-E-N-S-S-O-N. All right. Pat says yes. I'm saying yes. 38. Yes. He had a good year. I I don't know who that guy is. Okay. Matt Naismith. James Naismith. Matt Naismith. Peach baskets. <laughs> Two-handed set shot. <laughs> he invented basketball. Massachusetts. Um, I'm going to go with, what was his name again? Matt Naismith. The last guy was a yes or a no? The last guy was a yes. Adam Spenson was 38. All right, I'm going to go yes. I'm going yes as well. 67. Well done. Larry, you have the one-stroke lead. That was nine. No, we're tied. Oh, we're tied. Okay, we're tied. I'm sorry. How many questions are there? Huh? How many questions? How many people are there? That was the front nine. We got the back nine. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Russell Knox. Yes. No. 144. Fuck. That's not even close. Yeah, I threw one out there. Chris Kirk. This was done before the win. You go first or me? I went first last time. Yes. Yes. Because it's really hard to play in Hawaii if you didn't make the playoffs. Good point. You are correct. 28. Yeah. But like I said, this was done before the win. All right. So next one. Tyson Alexander. No, but he wanted to get to Hawaii. So the fact that he was in Hawaii made me think he won. That's correct. Yes. But uh, you wouldn't know if he was in Hawaii if I did this win. Right. I True. don't. True. Tyson Alexander. Why is he trying to take away us getting one right? I know. That was a good one, too. Pissing all in our Cheerios, man. Tyson Alexander. Uh, so the last Tyson, two guys. Tyson Chandler played basketball. The last two guys <laughs> I didn't hear of the were last not. was in. Chris Kirk. He was 28. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say no because I don't know who that is. 104. Damn it. What are we to score right now? Evan, Pat, Evan, Pat's how, up okay. Evan, how are you not better than fucking Tyson Chandler at golf? Tyson Alexander. <laughs> Do we know the score? We're in Amen Corner right now. Pat's I'm up one. one. Zach Blair. Me or you, Aldi? It's your turn to go first. Uh, yes. Fuck, I wanted to say yes, too. You can either tie it up or remain down one. I want to go down two. Yes. No, 93. God damn it. How many of these people have you ever even heard of, honestly? Uh, I've Justin heard of Thomas. everybody but Tyson Chandler. Justin Thomas. You and never Nefer heard of James points. Naismith. Yeah. He's a little ne- dude who can put. Next guy, Taylor Moore. I've never heard of this guy. Me either. It's me or you. Me, right? Yep. Yes. Yes. 
he's really thinking. I said yes. Oh, I didn't hear you. Oh. I didn't hear it either, actually. Sorry. Yes. I thought you were in fucking deep thought on this one. No, I thought you I thought the screen froze. Yes. Correct. Twenty five actually. That's one of the highest guys on the list. You guys yeah. never heard of him. No. Don't you guys remember when we used to know like all the golfers on tour before golf was ruined? That was cool. Yeah. yeah. Next guy. Vincent Norman. Two R's. <laughs> what number are we on? This is fifteen. Oh, this one has to be a trap. The last three have been of the people we didn't hear did not make it. Okay. Good. No, the last guy did make it. He was twenty-five. Taylor Moore. Yeah, but I knew who that guy was, kind of. <laughs> At least you didn't know who that was. No, I didn't know. Oh, you? Okay, my bad, my bad. So yeah, you were on Vincent Norman, and I'm up one. R R M A N. Not related. No to relation. Red. What does, he have a ha- does he have a hammer cock? Yeah, that's, that's how you tell. It's not how his name spelled. It's the size of his dong. Like your first this time. No. I'm gonna go yes. Sixty-eight. Just barely snuck it. So we're all square. All square. Three to go. There is a tiebreaker if necessary. Adam Scott. We're on the 16th tee right now. Yes. Yes. No, 72. Why did I think he had a good year last year? For I thought he had a good year, too. I think if I'm not mistaken, I'd have to go back and look. This was the first year he ever missed. I could be wrong on that, but I think this is the first year. And I think if I'm correct, Kuchar is the only guy now left who's never missed. Evan, didn't didn't Scott have like a good portion of a season? Like I thought at some point, well, he gets five hundred ninety-seven points, and it's five hundred for a win. So it's not like it's harder to make the playoffs now because like it's smaller. But there might have been a. I feel like you're right. I feel like there was some sort of stretch where he was doing good, just like competitive, like because in he the got, majors, right? He passed like, he somebody on the money list or something. He did something that we talked about him. Well, did he make a hundred million dollars or something? He, he wore didn't... a UPS outfit to the Masters. Yeah, all brown. All right, so it's to be Louis season. Yes. Yeah, we both missed. Adam Shank. Shank. Is it me or Pat? I'll just say yes, even if it's me or not, me or you. Yes, because I think he won once. 24. Good one. Last guy, 18th T. Zhang Dao. <laughs> Now I know this is he beat you <laughs> if I'm not mistaken in the US amateur. Um so I know he's a hell of a golfer. And I'm gonna go with God, I never heard of this guy in my life. If this guy was sitting top, in my top, living room, top would, 70 on the PGA tour. I'd have no idea. He could be we could be sharing an egg roll, I wouldn't know him. Um <laughs> Would you call him Siwoo? Siwoo, give me some fucking duck sauce. I'm going to go with yes. All right, wait. Time out before Pat goes. Do you want to just play for the draw and go for the tiebreaker, or do you want to go opposite? I'll go opposite. We're going for the win. We go for two, Evan. I'm I'm eligible. <laughs> we're doing it several, several times. Five-year five penalty on you. are still going for it? No, we're going for it. We play to win the game. <laughs> 123. <laughs> <laughs> so I lost. 
Did I say yes? <laughs> you said he made it. Oh. What was his name? Zechang Dao. Z-E-C-H-E-N-G-D-O-U. All right, Evan, so just so you know, what your what your little game made me do is hate you for not being better at golf than some of these people. <laughs> last, last, I'm just going to do it for the listeners because I got it on the paper here. The tiebreaker was how many FedEx Cup points did Tiger Woods earn in the year? Zero. Now, keep in mind, Zichang Dao at 123 had 299. So how many FedEx Cup points did Tiger Woods have? Do you get points if you withdraw? I don't believe so. Zero. He didn't. He didn't play in zero tournaments, though. Did he play in the he Masters a, and then withdraw? He didn't have a made cut. He has some amount of points. He did make a cut 50, in a tour event. Fifty. What event did he make the cut in? I'll tell you after. I'm not going to tell you now. This is, this this might give it away. Then the answer. Larry said zero. I said fifty. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm going eleven point three three three. So I win. But you had already lost. But the the made cut was actually at the Genesis. I think you finished right. like twentieth. I that's that was what I was trying to base it off of because there's nothing after that. Yeah. So it was just that one event. He withdrew from everything else, or it was just that in the Masters, right? Yeah, and he withdrew from the Masters. I, yeah, I think those are the only two. So that was the um, the game that I Can wanted I to play. Can I ask a question and not be judged? Maybe. We won't judge you. I might. Who won the FedEx Cup last year? Victor Hopland. Okay. All right, how about this then? Let's make it easy. Okay. Do you think you can name the four major champions? Yeah. Okay. Go May- ahead. Maybe. John Rahm, Brooks Kepka. Yep. Yep. Um, I, got the, I got the next two. All right, we're good. Who the fuck Wait, was that? I want Larry to get the last two. The other guy who we sucked in the Ryder Cup. Uh, U.S. Harman. Open and Open. Harmon. Yep. Ryan Harmon. Okay, who won U.S. Open. Uh, I don't think he's going to get it. He's got this. I no, have got it. I don't think he's got it. No way. He doesn't have it. Dude, there's fucking <laughs> smoke coming out of my ears. Who won the fucking There's no open? way. Do you even know where it was? No, I don't remember shit in the past. Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember who won the players? Keltita. Yes. Wendell Clark or something? <laughs> Wendell, awesome. Wendell Clark? Wendell Clark? What did you say the first time? Wendell? Wendell Clark? Know who Wendell Clark is? <laughs> well, I know, no, you know how I remembered it? Because I think there was a guy on the Red Wings with that name, and I was that's trying why, to remember. That's why I asked Evan if he knew who Wendell Clark was. Yeah, I was trying to, yeah, I was trying to remember because I knew it was a fucking... <laughs> Hockey he was a, he was a maple, he was a maple leaf forever, and then he came here at the end. And who won the uh, Scotty Scheffler? There you go, there you go. Who won the Rocket Mortgage? Oh shit, I don't remember. Ricky Fowler. There, look, there you go. He's on fire. <laughs> I right, almost so, didn't remember it. I was there. Who won the Ryder Cup? Uh, Europe. There you go. John so, Rom. Right, John Rom by himself. Who um. I, Wait, time out really quick, really quick before you keep going. I really think this is going to go down as one of the worst years ever for golf. Why? The because path. two guys won majors that. No, that's not why. It's just over. That was it. It's over now. It's never going to be. We don't even care anymore. And we're a golf podcast. Well, it's over. I'll say this, Evan. 
It's o- it's over. You can say anything you want. It's over. It's done. No one cares anymore. The PGA Player of the Year last year, Mr. Scotty yes. Scheffler. Yeah, Mr. Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, that is such for his bu- fifteen top twelve finishes. Your favorite stat in the world. That is such bullshit because everyone knows that John Rahm was the best golfer in the world last year. Why? Because one major and like five wins is better than two wins. Yes. Because if you count wins, wins are the more wins means you are better. It's like when the ESPYs did the best team, and it was the, always the team with the most wins because that's the team that won. If oh, you I win, thought it was just the team that LeBron played on, or, or the Connecticut women's basketball team. Um, yes, he won a major. Scotty Scheffler didn't, and he won more tournaments. Then you, you know you're the better player. Even if you want to make the argument that players is a major, which I'm not buying into that argument anymore, but let's just say you do make the argument. That still doesn't even apply because right. it's still one major and two wins. Another one is one major and like five wins. Right. And one guy can't putt. So. Well, to me, that doesn't, if you had more wins, I wouldn't care if you couldn't putt. If you have more wins, you get it. Yeah, but he doesn't I mean, have more wins because he can't putt. Like you gave it to like, not even, I don't know. I just felt like that was such bullshit. Okay, so I'm I'm I agree with Evan. 2024 is going to be the worst year in golf history. No, I think 2023. It's you old. Do. It's okay. already gone. All right, right. So, so my question for you guys is: Can we recover for 2025? No, it's over permanently. It's, it's totally. Definitely. It's permanently over. Yes. Like pro golf is like done. So Jay legitimately turned this into like highlight or whatever, or like IndyCar. Yes, IndyCar is a perfect example where they split and no one cares anymore. Yeah, but the problem with golf, even if all the players come together and they all play on the same tour again, is now the players, it's like college football now, why I don't like it as much. Because what you liked about golf was that the best players played and they played in the tournaments, and if they didn't uh, win or play well, they didn't make money, and it was you know it was it was just fun. You, you don't play good, you get zero dollars. It was it was intriguing. You could watch somebody come from the Corn Ferry Tour, work his way up, get onto the tour, play in events, possibly win. You know it was it was cool. College football, a guy would stay for years. You'd like learn about him, and his third or fourth year, he'd be playing. You knew his name and. He was there, and it was it was something that I enjoyed. They they're not going to go back to that now because now the players are mercenaries, just like everywhere else. So, like, what I liked about golf, the traditions, the the way it was played, is over. So, even if the players come back, it's not the same. So, you think that certain week in April, we're not going to be excited? No, I think that's the only thing that I'm going to care about from now on. So See, here's the thing is, I'll say this about the certain week in April. I will get excited for the course, Jim Nance, you know, all that kind of stuff. I think even the golf itself, may, I may even have a little bit less interest in. And I can't believe I'm even saying that. Like we, when I was, in, when I was at Sawgrass not too long ago, when we, when we all talked about the players, I openly said that, like, I don't even know. I'm not going to know because the players has the biggest field. There's going to be 70 guys there who I don't know. And what's supposed to be like a, one of the best events or whatever. Right. 
Yeah. Like all the, every guy you named will be in the players. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's going to be a very weak field with a lot of people in it. So, do you guys think is Tiger wheeled out to all the big events this year? He's playing the Genesis. Well, I guess I don't know that he's playing. He's see you in LA. Yeah, but he um, would be there anyway. Is he going to drive? I hope not. Dude, I'll tell you what. Last I forgot where I was, but we had to go rent a car, and you got to pick your car. And I grabbed that fucking thing so quick. Genesis. I was like, Tiger, Tiger drew this off a cliff. No matter what happens, I'm good. Yeah. I and can I drive this so car happy. on Ambien. And it, and it was actually really, really nice, too. All right, boys. Well, I need to go to bed. I thought we'd get some golf in, but it's bad. It's I, I, I think that it's this time of year for golf is not great anyway, but I always used to like the Hawaii events, honestly. I know, but you, you're you weird. Um, yeah, but even I'm not. In, but that's what I'm saying. Even I'm off of it now. That's my point. Even someone like me who's so into it is not into it anymore. So if I feel that way, how could anybody be watching this stuff? And they're saying $20 million purse? Who's paying for all this stuff? That's, and you're going that, against. That's going to break. That part is going to break this year. Well, their sponsors are already pulling out, aren't they? Yeah. Because I just read something where either Ricky's going to live or Rocket and uh, what's the other one? Because Ricky at in Hawaii did not have Rocket Mortgage shit on and, and whatever his other sponsor is. He did not? No. And it's either because he's going to live or because they're pulling back because they already sponsor an event and it's too expensive and they can't also pay for players anymore. Well, well, I'm not sure how much money they're making, so that might be a not the greatest example, right? Why? Because the country's collapsing. No, at the same That's time, it's been going on for a long time now. Yeah, but now we're actually admitting it. Well, we will be admitting it right after Biden gets reelected. <laughs> really looking forward to those debates where we get to see our candidates talk about all the topics. I saw actually, Bill Maher. You're not going to believe this. There's a debate on right now. I know, on CNN. So you've got the libs. But there's only two people on. And Can't Trump is doing a town hall on Fox News at the exact same time. I hate everything. Bill Maher said this is the first time in history that we're all united on that we everyone wants their candidate to die before the election. <laughs> right. I, I think it's true, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, if Biden, if Biden or Trump died, it would just make people happy. Everyone says, I don't like this guy. I don't like this guy. I don't like this guy. Okay, but like there are other options. Like, Why are you picking him? But are there? Well, if we're you're not, saying you hate Trump. We're I mean, not, we're not going to be given another option. Yeah, who's we? I don't know. We as normal human beings. Whoever Iowa picks is going to be who, who's going to be, and they're going to pick Trump. It's going to be Trump and Nikki and yeah, but so like who are all these people saying they're mad? Joe and Gavin. Yeah, but who's like mad? But then like is not changing their mind because we won't be given an option. Who's we mad? Don't matter. Who's mad is normal people. Normal people don't vote in fucking primaries. They don't even vote in actual elections. Okay, but well, then they can't bitch. Then they can't bitch. Okay, Evan, I'm I not voting in this one, and I'm going to bitch a lot. So when Mich- if when Michigan's primary comes, I will happily, I would happily vote for an opposite candidate on both tickets if I were allowed to. They don't let you do that. 
I don't know. You, when you vote, you can only vote. You declare if you're Republican. I know Florida's a closed state primary, meaning you have to be like party affiliated. Yeah, you have you tell when you vote here in the primaries, you tell you get a Republican or a Democrat ballot. You don't get both. Right. So I, I would last time I voted I would, for Bernie I would Sanders, take both ballots and vote against both of them. And and you know what? I could close my eyes and say anybody but. Like, give me option E. Anybody but. Give me the mystery bag. <laughs> I'm like so how hoping awesome, that- how awesome would that be? Like we both everyone just votes and then there'll be like the mass singer, like some dude comes out in a fucking costume and he takes it off and he goes, And I'm your president now. Well, you like Aaron Rodgers. Maybe he'll run for president. Could be Kanye, could be Aaron Rodgers. The Rock just beat up a foreign menace on Monday Night Raw two weeks ago, so I feel like Wait, so was the guy was talking like bad about RFK. America. I'm fine with RFK. No. He's going to get assassinated, though, if he gets too yeah. far. He I shouldn't can't. say that. Delete that. Delete that. Delete that. that nope. That's out there. <laughs> cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> no, um, I'm not saying that, though. I'm saying that could happen. I'm not saying well, he's I a, want He's it a that. Kennedy. If it's Kennedy's in, in politics pretty much ends either with a woman dead or you dead. Right. Um, <laughs> That's kind of how it goes, right? I think I couldn't have him be president because I can't stand the way his voice sounds. Dear God, really? The other guy can't even talk. Biden, he talks a lot. It's just, you know, I just learned okay. from him that the white guy's house on the other side of the road is worth less than the black guy's house on who lives across the street. So having spent the last five days with someone who has some cognitive issues and who was asked who the president is, he had no fucking idea. Well, he like, the president, so that's cool. Like, like it made me realize... That like the fact that they're doing this, like at some point in his life, Joe is probably an okay person. I thought he was. Tried, I thought he was a good who, vice president who tried to make a difference and he tried to. Is be this the guy person. who who said like when you go to Seven Eleven, there has to be a guy with an Indian accent? That's the guy you're talking about. I'm sorry. I'm do you want good service or poor service when you go to Seven Eleven? I would definitely rather have an Indian dude than like yeah. a chick with a neck tattoo thank you very much that's why i like the one on oxford so much (laughs) (laughs) if 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 given a ballot to choose my 7-eleven worker i like my racial stereotypes when they work damn it okay and this is right like if if we're going out and i want soul food if I walk in and there's a white lady serving soul food or a yeah, black lady serving soul food. If there's food. a white lady trying to sell me a smothered pork chop, I'm going to tell her I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to go get my food from the black person at the gas station down the street because that pork chops are amazing. I've had them several times. Like, could you imagine walking into a Chinese place and there's just a bunch of white people looking at you? Dude, if I call and I understand what they say when they repeat my order back, I tell them cancel it. <laughs> I like to be surprised when I get my food and I pick it up. What'd you order? I have no fucking idea. I don't know what you wrote down. I just know it's going to be very spicy. <laughs> it's going to cost me $31. It's going to be spicy. And you're going to try to not give me my free fortune cookies. Um, yeah, no, the country's going to hell in a handbasket. But I think this is a good show. Next week, we'll cover all the uh, NFL playoffs. The super wild card weekend. Big focus right. on the Honda. On the Honda? No, the Sony. 
the American experience. Oh, yeah, the Sony's this week. So here, here, last question. The Sony where we can watch everyone who's on the Corn Fairy Tour is in this tournament, right? No, we'll get to that next week. How many controversial calls, or I take that back, how many bad calls affect the outcome of the game? Bad calls is a hard thing to say. It has to be, I'll say, egregious, and there'll be one on the weekend. So one of the six games is totally decided because of terrible call. Yes. Yes, I I concur. At least one or just one? One. One. Not two. No. No, because I feel like there's going to be, it'll be. What's your definition of egregious? Like absolute wrong call, not common. Game, cha- game changing. Like five minutes left or less decides the game. A, a PI or a, like, yes. A, a non-pass interference. That is like blatant, or something like that. Which team is most likely to be screwed? The Cowboys, <laughs> the Lions. Now the Lions already got theirs; they're good. Dallas, you really think Dallas is the most likely to get screwed? I'm just going back by playoffs. For some reason, they seem to be. Besides, when they're playing the Lions, they get bad calls in the playoffs. <laughs> I still don't understand what happened at the end of that game. Uh, where they were in field goal range against the 49ers, and somehow that ball didn't get spotted. I, I've never seen anything like that. They have the Des Bryant just drops the ball when he caught it. Like so many, he things, caught it, but then that was that process. Yeah, yeah, so many things have happened that like screw the Cowboys, and I think that something's going to happen, um, to screw the Cowboys. Yeah. So, so one. One ref mistake, one coach mistake. But McCarthy and Dallas can't. They both can't do it, can they? Why not? <laughs> well, the, then it's uh, like you can't. You can't one hundred percent blame one on that. You, you can't. You'd have to divide the blame. Then there's going to be a Lions fourth down call that's going to almost kill me. I can guarantee. I'm that. going to die on <laughs> Sunday oh, at, at, at about at about eight forty five. Something is going to happen that's going to make my heart almost stop. And they might get it or they might not, but either way, I'm still going to be pissed off. Evan, as our social media director, when I get captured on camera, probably emotionally breaking down during the national anthem because I've never been more excited for anything in my life. And then also if something bad happens and they just show a fat dude just staring at the field with a single tear pouring down his face, you're allowed to post that on social media. When you you see somebody jumping from the uh, club level down. I'll say this really quick. I'm not sure the NFL's social media policy. I know the PJ Tour social media policy is if you post anything, they immediately delete it. Or they now, like to stay up and find huh? it several years later and take it down. Yeah. Now, I always thought at the Masters, I could go to their YouTube videos, screen record, post them. You can't. I thought you could do that. The Apparently, Masters. Are- there's some new rule you can't do that anymore. So I guess I'm out on that. They haven't taken down our stuff in the past. Yeah, but I posted one recently. And it's gone now. And it says there's like an error message saying this is owned by the Masters. So grow, you can't post it. Grow the game. So the post I was going to put up, it was the 1986 Masters and the one that Jack won, obviously. But Greg Norman on 18 has like a four iron in and he's coming off four straight birdies. If he birdies this, he wins it. He bails it right into the gallery, loses by one. And to me, to this day, especially today, I think that's the most 
consequential shot ever hit. Why? Nobody birdies 18. Well, even if he pars and wins in a playoff, the fact that not only does he let Jack win and make the greatest tournament ever happen and Jack gets 18, but imagine Greg Norman with the live thing now as a Masters champion. I feel like it would just be different. Incredible. I still think that's the most consequential shot ever hit. I think Sam Snead out four at Plum when he put the first one on the road is way more important. <laughs> All right, everybody. Attend without putting the first one on the road. Fucking horse and carriage when he did it, too. All right, I need to go to sleep, boys. All right, All right everybody. Thanks for listening. Like us on Facebook at Bowie Golf Pod. Follow us on Twitter at Bowie Golf Pod. Hit us up on Instagram at Bowie Golf Pod. And uh, may your drives be straight and your putts be true. Good day. Have a wonderful day. TTFN. Hot top for now. Bye bye. I'm sorry, what? What part didn't you understand? The buh or the bye? Bye bye. Okay, lady. I love you. Bye bye. That's all, boo. Live long and prosper. Toodaloo. Au revoir. Auf Wiedersehen. Ciao. Ding dong day. Bye bye. This concludes our broadcast day. Goodbye, Morales.